Welcome to iPad Pros, the show all about using your iPad to be productive and get work done. I'm Tim Chen, host of the show. This episode of iPad Pros is sponsored by Agenda, the date-focused note-taking app for iPad, iPhone, and Mac. Learn more at agenda.com. If I'm not achieving something that I want to achieve, it could be for a number of different reasons. It may be that I came up with a good plan, but I didn't execute it. Or it could be that I executed a plan and the plan just wasn't very effective. So those are two different ways of failing to meet a goal, and they're very different and need to be approached differently. Welcome back to another episode of iPad Pros. I'm joined by Pat Maddox on this episode, who's a software developer that uses Agenda to manage all of his work and personal projects. This episode is sponsored by Agenda, but Pat is just a passionate user of the product that I found through the Agenda community forums. We dive into all things Agenda, but you'll also hear the logic and thought process that you need to go through to tackle various projects and tasks that would apply to those working in Agenda or in other tools. I learned quite a bit from Pat while recording this episode and hope you do as well. As a reminder, you can get the episodes early and additional content by heading over to patreon.com slash iPadPros. Every dollar goes a long way in helping with the production of this podcast and is greatly appreciated. Also, if you haven't reviewed the podcast yet in Apple Podcasts, that too would be greatly appreciated. Without further delay, here's my interview with Pat, all about agenda and project management. Welcome to the podcast, Pat. Can you first introduce yourself and how you use the iPad? Yeah, so my name's Pat Maddox. I live in Vancouver, Washington. I use the iPad, probably describe it as comfort computing. I use it kind of while sitting on the couch or at coffee shops, things like that, where I can be engaged, but I don't have to be totally focused. And so it's a good way of being able to to make progress on things that I want, engage with my work, but in a way that still feels somewhat comfortable and leisurely. And what do you do for work these days? I work as a software developer for a consulting company called Aplight. And my role there, my title is I'm a consulting crafter. I do a lot of work helping our clients understand the problems related to their software development teams and process and delivering software, but thinking about it, not just at the level of coding, but everything they're doing day to day to try and deliver software effectively. At Aplight, we have this apprenticeship program too, where we train new developers and get them to a point where they can work on client projects. And so I'm involved with that as well. And what role does agenda play in your life? Because that's going to be kind of the focus of our conversation today is agenda. And I'm just kind of curious how you use it. Is it both something you use at work and at home? or? Yeah. So agenda quickly has become my kind of go-to storage space for notes and planning and record keeping. So I have it open on all three of my devices, well, all four of my devices all the time, pretty much. So I have a work laptop, a personal laptop, iPhone, and iPad. It's on the quick dock or whatever on both my iDevices, and it's like I'm constantly in it. It's kind of where I do my thinking, I guess. I do a lot of thinking just by writing and taking notes, and I've always taken notes and done that for a really, really long time. And so that's the place where I, I put all that stuff. It's where I plan and track projects of all kinds, work things and personal things. It very, very quickly for me became a central tool and not one that is just kind of helping on the side to facilitate other stuff. It kind of became my command center for all the stuff that I do and thinking that I do. And how did you manage these projects prior to using Agenda? 
and kind of what ways has Agenda improved on that old system? Probably say not very well before. I mean, it's it, that's not true. Like, you know, we're always I'm always trying to become more effective in my work, but certainly I felt just kind of a lot of anxiety and frustration around note taking, especially and how it fit into my systems and my work. For I pretty much use OmniFocus for day to day task management and stuff. I've used kind of all the note systems that I know about over the years, like using stuff with Apple Notes and NVAlt and Bear and DevonThink and Day One and just emailing things to myself and texting myself and writing notes on paper and all that sort of stuff just to get it out of my head and written down somewhere. Just had a lot of challenges of like, where did I write that thing? What made sense at the time? What was available to me? What seemed appropriate? And, and with all those tools, I never really found the kind of internal organization strategies that I was able to commit to. And so a lot of my note stuff was very transient. Like it served the purpose of getting out of my head. I had the meeting, I sent the email, whatever the case was, but then it's kind of gone. So what Agenda really does for me is it gives me context. Context for all this sort of stuff is the thing that I definitely felt like I was lacking in terms of any digital tooling. Like what's the broader context of this project or action that I'm looking at right now? What, you know, what have I done before all this? Like what's all the work that has led up to this point and what's going to come next? And then even what's the broader context all that this fits into? Like what are all the projects that I have going on? How does this fit into my whole life? So agenda is really great for that. And ultimately for me, it's kind of, it's the place for my stuff. There's a lot of information that I deal with, things that people send me, articles that I read online, all those kinds of things that yes, I want to give time and attention to, but I want a place that is mine, where I know this is the stuff that I wrote. It's all very intentional. Like I put this in here for a specific reason and it didn't just find its way in because somebody sent it to my inbox or got it hooked up through some sort of automated workflow. It's like I sort of have a boundary of this is my thinking, my work, my reference, where I go to kind of get focused on the things I need to do. And you mentioned OmniFocus. Do you end up integrating kind of agenda notes within OmniFocus through that agenda link you can share or are they kind of separate silos? I do use that. I love that. It's one of my favorite things. I, I really love links. And that was one of the things that I appreciated about Agenda right off the bat was that notes have links because when I put stuff in OmniFocus, it has notes features and things like that. But I have this sort of ongoing record that I want to be able to refer to. And so if there's some action that I have recorded in OmniFocus that I want to refer to some other information that I have, then I copy my Agenda link, I paste it into the OmniFocus note. And then whenever I go into OmniFocus, I click click the link and it brings me exactly to the note that I want. And I actually have that going both ways because OmniFocus has the same sorts of links. So I might have a note for a specific project and agenda that that has my like high level plan and the objectives that I want and why I'm going to do it and all that sort of contextual stuff. And then I can click from there and get into OmniFocus to see, okay, what is the next concrete task that I have lined up. So I don't have any sort of automation in terms of going between the two, but certainly copying a link from Agenda and pasting it in OmniFocus and vice versa. I love it and use it all the time. And do you use any other tools in conjunction with Agenda to stay on track? So OmniFocus, like I said, is, is kind of for the actionable stuff. And then I use Fantastical as a calendar application. Those three are kind of the, the main things that I'm in switching between is Agenda, Fantastical, and OmniFocus. And I use DevonThink for 
kind of document storage, yeah. uh, record storage, long-term archiving, like big files, things that I don't really want in those smaller kind of lighter weight applications, you know, messing with syncing and stuff. So so I use that for record keeping, but definitely Agenda, Fantastical, OmniFocus are, are the three things that work the most for me. And when you're done with an Agenda project, do you end up archiving that project inside DevonThink or uh, or do you delete them or do you just have it kind of grow in Agenda and just don't pay any attention anymore? I haven't archived them to DevonThink yet. I haven't grown to a place where I feel like I need to, really. I have an archive category that I created. It's just down at the bottom of the list of categories. So when I'm done with the project, I move it into the archive category. The agenda developers are going to add some kind of archiving feature, I think in the next release, maybe the next one or two releases. As I mentioned before, a sort of key question for me is where did I put that thing? And so the more that I can have at least an entry point being in the same place, like I may not necessarily have the file stored in agenda, but if I have a note that links to the DevonThink file in agenda, I can always go to agenda and be like, this is my entry point to all the stuff that I care about. And as soon as I move something out of it completely, then I lose that. And now I'm back to this, well, did I put it in agenda? Did I put it in OmniFocus? Did I put it in DevonThink? I don't really know. You know, I want one entry point to the stuff that I care about. Gotcha. And so will you use agenda for non-date oriented notes as well? I do, and I'm really hoping I can use it more because, so I mentioned the linking, and at least as of today, if you move a note from one project to a different project, then the link breaks. That's something that the agenda developers have been aware of for a while, and again, I think that's promised in the next release or two. This is also one of the things that really appealed to me about agenda. There's kind of four types of assignments you can do. You can, you can assign notes to dates. You can assign notes to a range of dates that could be multiple days, weeks, months, or years. You can assign notes to individual events, uh, calendar events, I mean, and you can have no dates. And that's cool for me because I definitely think in terms of dated information and sort of ongoing undated information, like a wiki, like what is my current understanding of something? I've used wikis, like personal wiki type things, just to record my current thinking on something or my current understanding of something and linking between them. It's really just a personal wiki. And that is one thing that I have really, really wanted and I'm looking forward to with Agenda from the beginning is that yes, I can, I have all this stuff through my day-to-day that is related to dates and events and things like that. And Agenda addresses that better than any other tool that I've seen. But I also have this stuff that doesn't relate to dates. And because Agenda supports undated information too, I have them in one place, which as I've said, is very, very important to me. So I can have my undated kind of information, best understanding as of today thing in the same place as I have all my kind of historical day-by-day event-based stuff. You mentioned Fantastical. When do you decide to use Fantastical versus kind of the dashboard calendar view within Agenda as its own kind of separate calendar? It's probably about 50-50, maybe even more slain in terms of agenda. I work out of the agenda calendar dashboard most of the time. Fantastical gives me just the bigger picture. Say I want to set an appointment for next week, then because I can go into the week view and I can see the full week at a glance, 
and I can see all the different spaces that I have available, whatever in there. Whereas Agenda, I don't think it has a week view, something like that. Not where I don't see the, the days right next to each other and not month views and things like that. So in terms of the sort of what's going on today and navigating my current day, that is pretty much all agenda because I can go immediately to any notes that I have or create notes for that specific day or that specific event. So it's really when I need a bigger picture, a bigger look at my calendar of what's going on next week, next month, you know, even a few months out kind of thing. That's where I zoom out with Fantastical, I'll say. I also use Fantastical for adding events for the most part, just because of its natural language parsing and I have all the alerts set up and stuff like that. And I just use the the hot key to pull up the, the quick add entry in Fantastical. Gotcha. And do you have a favorite part to the iPad version of Agenda? what really makes it shine there just the fluidity of it it feels really really good on the ipad like the gestures are a supernatural way of using the interface it's kind of broken into three parts you have the projects list and overview on the left you have the notes in the middle and you have your calendar stuff on the right so just being able to show and hide those different sections and expand and clap notes and navigate from place to place it just feels very natural and fluid and it feels good. And then my iPad is just a nice big screen for displaying images and PDFs. One thing that I'll use that for is like for document storage, I'll attach files to a note and agenda. And then if I'm at a meeting, I can just tap that attachment and it's right there in full screen on my iPad. Or like if I have some sheet music on my iPad, I'll sit down at my piano and I just put the iPad out right in front of me and tap it up and agenda. So it feels very fluid and it's just a really good fit for the iPad for sure. And was there some kind of magical aha moment when agenda really clicked for you? Did it click right away or was it after you discovered a certain aspect of the app? It definitely didn't click right away and there hasn't been an aha moment. In fact, I was kind of confused the first couple of days. You know, some of that fluidity that I mentioned just now, it wasn't immediately obvious and the program is its so similar to a lot of the tools that we use, but it's just different enough to cause some kind of new behaviors, I think. Like, for example, it shows all your notes together in a list, and you can see the full content of each note and expand them and collapse them individually, rather than most notes applications I've used. When you click on a note, that's the note you see, and it takes up the full space, and you can't see them in context. And so there were just kind of little things like that that were not immediately apparent to me. And so they're similar enough that like, I think I should know how to use this, but it's different enough that I don't know how to use it exactly. That fluidity is something that once I identified these interface elements and pulled things in and out and stuff, it made a lot of sense. And the interface in a way kind of melts away a little bit. Like there's the things that I need to see, I can see them. And when I don't need to see them, they can go away. But it was not something that was just immediately apparent. I caught on after a couple of days. And then since then, I haven't had aha moments really, but I've had kind of like head tilting moments, if that makes sense, where I'm kind of using it and I start thinking of this new way and it's there's this new way I can use it there's this new way that it shapes my work it's less that like something clicks and more like a new possibility becomes apparent to me that I then begin to explore and how long have you been using agenda and have you seen the app kind of evolve in ways that you're happy kind of with the direction of it I think I've only been using it a few months like maybe three months it seems longer because, like I said, it, it took over right away and like and filled a need 
that I've had for years. So I feel like I have a good bit of experience with it because I use it all the time. You know, I did check out Agenda maybe about a year ago. I didn't really understand what it was doing and didn't see why I needed it. And I didn't want to learn something new. And so I just kind of looked away. And, and I, f- I forget what they've done some things certainly in the last year to make it more appealing to me. They added reminders is probably the big feature that they added. I don't use the inbuilt reminders so much for one reason only, and that's because the reminders require you to have a date and time assigned to them. And I'm very much in that omni-focus land of I have my actions and I filter them and I get to them when I get to them. So if they take that out, then I'll use the reminders and hopefully it filters into omni-focus. The developers, I think Drew and Alexander, I think Mm -hmm. their names are very active in the forums and very involved in telling people what they're working on and getting ideas from people. And so there's just kind of some small things that I'm personally very excited about. They've talked about adding a sort of inbox and archiving things and and fixing those links and being able to organize your projects. Right now they're organized alphabetically so you can do manual sorting of them. And then there's also just a sort of general approach that they've taken which is everything I know is these guys could absolutely go out to VCs and raise a ton of money and who knows where this thing would go. But they're pretty clear on what they want this program to be and who they want it to serve. While there's some things that they're working on that I don't necessarily care about too much, the mindset and the direction that they're in is very encouraging and exciting. And that's important to me is for this being a central focus of my day-to-day work. We can't predict the future, but it helps to have some confidence that Yes, this thing is going to continue. And yes, they're trying to take the core of what they have and make it better. And then are you a premium user of Agenda? And kind of what are some of your favorite features that are in that kind of feature set? I did. So I bought, I think I upgraded to premium about maybe a week after using it or so. And one thing that's cool about Agenda is you don't really need the premium features. It's not like they lock stuff away from you. It really just smooths the workflow some. I sort of kept bumping up into the limitations of it, I'll say, the limitations of the, of the premium features. So the ones that I use are choosing calendars because you can have it, by, I think by default it shows all your calendars in the calendar list. And so I'm able to to say, I want these calendars on my personal laptop and these calendars on my work laptop. You know, sometimes I just want to get some things out of the way for the day. And so I hide a calendar, something like that. Full width images, when you add, attach images to notes, inlines, the free version that inlines them, something, but you can set it to be full width, which is just nice to get a better idea of it. Pinning notes is a big one for me. For most of my projects, I'll have a sort of high level summary or reference note that I want at the top of the project. So you can move your note to the top of the project in agenda, but if you add more notes above it, it goes away. And if you change the sort order, because you can sort from chronological order or reverse chronological order. It's sort of an interesting thing about these undated notes is that they sit wherever you place them alongside the dated notes. So they don't have a date attached to them, but they have this relative positioning. And so if you change the sort order, the note that you had on top now goes to the bottom. And so pinning the note is one so that I always have that summary note right at the top. Saving searches. So I'm, there's different searches that I'll do and hey, I want to reuse that. So you save it. Those are all ones that you don't need. You can use agenda completely without having any of those features. But then there's just certain things 
you do is like, I repeat the search over and over again. Well, now I want to save it. And so I think they've done a good job at giving you functionality that is very, very, very useful. And also, if you're getting a lot of value from this, then you probably have these kind of little frustrations. And if you have these frustrations, you can upgrade to premium and get all of these plus whatever cool stuff they do for the next year. And then the last one I use is copying Markdown because I use Markdown a lot and everything. And so I'll type up notes and then I'll copy it as Markdown. That's the one thing that they didn't really include in the, that you have to have premium for. I was a little frustrated at it. I was like, man, let me see how copying Markdown works, you know, cause I need to use it. Like I said, overall, I think they've done a really good job at helping you understand if agenda works for you, how it can work even better. And what kind of safe searches do you rely on uh, day to day? I have a handful of kind of long-term ones and then some I'll just create on the fly when I need. So looking at my save searches now, I have one that I call eye on the prize and that's just some kind of key goals that I have that I've tagged so that whatever I have going on, it's like I can look, what are some main driving forces or goals or focus do I have going on? I have a couple of forecast searches. I call them forecast searches. So agenda, you can assign notes to any date or even date ranges and they can be in the future. So I have a 10 day forecast, which is all the notes that I have that are assigned to any date from today going the next 10 days. So I can see what do I have coming up kind of in the short term horizon. And then I have one for a month and three months and six months and a year. I can at any time zoom in and zoom out, get more tactical or more strategic depending on where I feel that I'm lacking information or understanding. That's a big one for me is a big use for this is I have stuff planned in the future that I need to prepare for and I want to do some work for, but I also want to see how it fits into you know all the madness of my day-to-day. Having those forecasts is great to be able to do that. I experimented with some, you know, what's in the last week, the last month, that sort of thing. I don't find that quite as useful, so I just go into the calendar view and select whatever dates I need to see if I want to look in the past. And then I had a handful for specific tags that I have. So I'll have like a to read tag, which is different notes that I want to read or different reading lists that I put together. I have today I learned tag, which is when I'm at work or I'm just doing stuff, I learned something new, like a new technique that is helpful to me. I tag it as TIL for today I learned. And so I have a list of different things that I've learned, at least since July is is the first one that I have. Yeah. And then a couple other ones like that, that are around specific tags. I don't typically search for specific words yet. I haven't found a need for that, but I'll search for either specific tags, which also agenda tags, you can have values for the tags. So if you want to say priority, you could search for things that are priority with a value of high, low, you know, medium kind of thing. And also you can date the tags. So you can say like tag something like a goal. I use it a lot for goals and kind of driving towards goals. And so I'll say, I have a goal date if I want to accomplish this by November 5th. So I set in my note, I have a tag with the date of November 5th, and then I can have a search that searches for that specific of the goal tag and then say one month. And so it looks forward a month. There's kind of two different date-based searches that I do. One is either searches for notes that are specifically assigned to that date or notes that are tagged where the tag value is that date. Interesting. So when you 
tag it, is that your own system or is there actually like a date tagging system or are you just kind of building off the kind of the tag uh, architecture that's in there? Any tag can support a date. And this was actually something I misunderstood at first because they mentioned doing like a do tag. And speaking of D-U-E, right? It's due on this date. Yeah, and the plus button, there's that reminder thing. Is that separate from kind of the tag thing? Yeah, the reminders is separate. The reminders integrates with Apple reminders. Okay, gotcha. And so it's a way of defining reminders inside of Agenda that show up in Apple reminders. So you can check it off here, check it off there. It gives you some alerts. That's not something I really use in Agenda just because if they figure out a way to make it work with OmniFocus, I will be all over it. But as of now... I do that stuff with OmniFocus. The tag thing is, like I said, the tags can have values. So you type the tag name and then you put in parentheses the value. And it can be whatever you want. Mm -hmm. Agenda just happens to parse dates. So you can say, like, make a tag and give it one week as the value. And it'll calculate in your note the value of a week from today. But it it then kind of hard codes it. You know, if I say Saturday, it'll say Saturday the 26th, I guess. So... What I found is you can have any tag can support a date value like that. So then you can search for notes that are tagged. But when I search for notes that are tagged, I can put in a sort of relative date, like one month. And so I'll search. So the the goal tag is the one that I use, for example. Say I have a, like November 5th is a date that I have for a goal. So I create a tag. I type hashtag goal parentheses November 5th close parens. And then agenda converts that to a tag that has that value of November 5th. Now, when I go into search, I can type hashtag goal, open print, and I'll say one month and close parens. And now agenda treats that as a relative value. It doesn't parse it or hard code it there in the search. And so it'll show me any notes that are tagged with goal that have the date value of within the next month or or earlier than whatever I put in. So it includes anything in the next month and anything in the past too. So any notes that have that tag value that come before that date. And so I can save a search so I can have, what are the notes tagged with goals with goal that that value is within the next month or so. It's really cool. And I use that in conjunction with the date-based notes where there are certain just like key, very important goals that I always want to be on the top of my mind that are kind of like a driving force in my life over the next, say, month or six months or year or whatever. And so for those, I'll create date range-based notes so that when I look on a specific day, the note always shows up for that specific day. And then I'll also break it down into different time frames so that, for example, I have a, a goal over the next year Well, there's something I need to do over the next three months and something I need to do over the next week. When I go on that specific day, I'll see my high-level goal over the next year. I'll see the three-month kind of strategy that I've laid out or the, the milestones for it. And then I'll see whatever strategy I'm applying over the next week. And so I can see that they're in alignment, that my... My day-to-day actions are in alignment with the the milestones that I think will help me towards this goal that is something that is very important to me. So that's what I'll use those kind of date range things for. And then for other projects I want to accomplish by a certain time, they fit more into the normal review cycle. I don't need to be reminded about them all day, every day, because they're just other parts of my life. That's where I'll use these tags so I can set a date and when I have the search. 
it shows up in there. And it's just a really nice way for me to be able to divide these things and to be able to pay attention to what is coming up and to be able to work on plans to get there and ultimately try and accomplish those things. Yeah. And as you're talking, I did play around with the date tags and that works really well. Yeah. You can have your tag and then the parentheses, as you said, just one month and pops in the, the date. And that's, that's really smart. As you mentioned, you can have kind of multiple dates within a single note this way too. Yeah, absolutely. The thing I misunderstood at first, because I had read some of their documentation, was they said that you can have a do tag DUE. And so I thought it was a special tag until one day I tried it the same thing with a different tag and saw that it worked. So you could have, for example, do tags, things that are due by a specific date, you could have DO do tags, which are kind of more target things. You know, I use goals, things like that. Dates are one axis on which to organize some of these things. But there may be other ways that, that you think about it. You could just come up with any set of tags that you want and assign dates to those tags. So I can kind of slice it up and say, I want to focus on notes that are tagged with these things that fall within this date range. And you mentioned priority in all of that, what other kind of smart tags can you do? And it all exists within this parentheses. So for like priority, do you parentheses and then just write a number or do you write something before that number? As far as I know, there's nothing else in agenda that works like that in terms of any sort of specific functionality as it applies to tags. So anything else is just based on your own system that you would put up a different kind of attribute that you might apply to that specific tag. If I want to look at things that are based on priority, right, and I'll say high priority, low priority, then I can create two different searches, one with priority parentheses high and one with priority parentheses low. You could tag them separately, like priority high and priority low. But what this allows is you could also search for things that are all tagged with priority. So you have those different axes. You have any notes tagged with priority of any kind, and then you can zoom in on the ones that have a specific value. Agenda doesn't do any sort of like slicing and dicing and say, here's all the notes with this tag and automatically organizing them into the ones that have this value or that value. Really is you just kind of have to keep track of the values that you assign the tags. And if you want to refer to them frequently, then create a save search that has that tag and that value. Gotcha. And I love that you do the omnifocus kind of forecasting within agenda through that save search. That's, I think, kind of brilliant. For me, you were asking about aha moments. That's a big part of it is I've used omnifocus for a long, long, long time, like 10 years. And I use it all day, every day. But I've always been missing that, like, well, what's what's coming up? You know, what's what is the future hold? How does the stuff that I'm doing today connect to it? And, you know, I know in getting things done, there's reviewing and planning and stuff like that. And and there are those mechanisms. But for whatever reason, I have just never been able to really address that or reconcile it with my usage of OmniFocus. And that's where agenda really comes in. It's things like, you know, I have a family reunion going on next year. So I have a note for the time there and, and ideas on where, you know, what I want to do and things that I need to do. And I have meetings coming up next week. And so, you know, there's a lot of things in my calendar that don't really demand my attention until they take place. But there are also things that I can prepare for. And so I can just go through the calendar and create notes for each of the upcoming events over the next week. And now I look at my forecasts and I see, hey, I have this meeting coming up and wow, look, I've got a lot of notes there. Great. You know, I'm pretty well prepared for it. And I've got this other meeting and oh, I haven't written anything for that. So just to 
to be able to decide what I care about, what's important, what needs attention, and then see the chronological sequence going forward has been really, really helpful for me in terms of being able to prepare for them, being able to approach them effectively, and being able to have some confidence that the stuff that I'm doing day to day fits into this bigger picture vision of how I would like my life to be. Yeah. And do you end up using the on the agenda or today view, or do you mostly rely on these safe searches? I use all of them, really. So the safe searches is going to be for either gathering different things, like those today I learned, and that, so that's pulling it from different projects and being able to kind of get a different perspective on the information that I have. Today is very much for me about identifying the things that I have going on today and seeing either pulling up the information that I need as I need it, or like I mentioned with some of those bigger goals, you know, if I have a major goal that I'm working on and I don't have anything that I'm doing it towards it today, that's concerning to me, right? If it's that important, I should be doing something. I want to be doing something towards it today. So it lets me see that kind of alignment. And so frequently what I'll do is I'll go through the today view and I'll put things onto the agenda. That's kind of like the, the things that I need to address today, because my today view is not necessarily things that I need to do today. It's kind of like, what does the shape of my life look like today? So it could be anything from, you know, this two-year goal that I have that I'm working towards all the way down to, I've got a 30-minute meeting with my boss today. And so that's all in one sort of place, but then I'll go through that and pick out things to put on the agenda. So yeah, I'm going to have this meeting with my boss that goes on the agenda and there's this 30 minute time frame that I'm going to work on this goal. So the note for that goes on the agenda. So now the agenda becomes the place that I, I sort of work off of and, and not quite a to-do list, but it's the things that I'm most actively engaged with during the day. And then the other views that I have, the today view and the save searches, things like that, those are all ways of exploring the system, getting into it, seeing anything that I've written down or I have upcoming, and finding the things that need to go onto the agenda. This episode of iPad Pros is sponsored by Agenda. In this quick break, I want to talk a little more about Agenda and share some information about some of the tools available in the Agenda Editor. Agenda, if you haven't tried it out, is a great note-taking app that really thoughtfully integrates dates into your notes. If you have a meeting coming up, you can use an agenda note to prepare for that meeting and have all the information related to that meeting on hand. You can organize your notes into the main aspects of your life or job and from those main categories, create different projects for everything you are working on. When you are working on an agenda note, you have a bunch of different tools at your disposal. For formatting text, you can either write in Markdown or select from the always available formatting bar. This formatting bar lets you format your text with a heading, subheading, minor heading, minor subheading, designate text as code, or create numbered, dashed, or a standard checklist. You also have access to other formatting tools, which include the standard bold, italic, underline, strike through, but also includes fixed width, subscript, and superscript. You can hit the plus button in the formatting bar to add attachments, photos from your photo library, take a photo right within Agenda to add it to the note, and if you've upgraded to get the premium features of Agenda, you can draw with the Apple Pencil on top of any of the photos you add to an Agenda note. You can insert an Apple Pencil drawing, which is available for the free version of the app as well, add a URL to a highlighted word. You can also add Agenda links with this method to link one Agenda note to another. 
You can also insert a soft return, mark the note with the star, add a reminder that integrates directly with the Reminders app, assign a person to your note, or add tags to your note. There's also extensive keyboard shortcuts that make most of these accessible without reaching up to touch the screen. Agenda also features extensive gesture support. You can expand or collapse categories or notes by pinching in or out. You can long press on many aspects of the interface, and you can swipe from the left or right side of the screen to show or hide various parts of the interface. Those are just some of the gestures with many more documented in the support area of the Agenda app. As you've heard before, the business model of Agenda is another thing that I absolutely love about this app. When you upgrade to get the premium features of Agenda, you aren't signing up for a subscription plan. You get to keep every premium feature that is released in the next 12 months. And only if Agenda delivers new features that you think are worth paying for, do you ever have to pay for Agenda again. You keep all the features released within that year and earlier. The developers are constantly working on making you happy as a premium customer to earn your business again and again. To learn more, go to Agenda.com. Download Agenda today for free from the App Store. Thanks again to Agenda for sponsoring this episode of IP Pros. Learn more at www.agenda.com. How do you handle recurring meetings within Agenda? How do you approach that? So in terms of sort of recurring meetings, things like that, what I'll do, and this was a thing that I learned from the Agenda community forum. Every two weeks, I have a meeting with a mentor that I have in my company. Some professional development mentor is what we call this thing. And so somebody who's helping me explore how I grow at the company and the contributions and what I want this to be. So at first, I took notes and I would prepare for the meetings and I put them in my work project. But after talking with somebody on the forum, they suggested that this itself is a project and that these meetings that I have are, are work sessions towards that project. So now I have a project specifically for my mentorship and I have a pinned note at the top that I call next meeting notes because I'm probably going to meet with him, but there's a chance that we reschedule or there's a chance that it just doesn't happen this week, whatever. So the important thing is not that I talk about these things at the specific meeting. The important thing is that I talk about them whenever I meet with my mentor, whenever that is. So I have my pin note up at the top and I type in all the things that I want to talk about with him. And then when the meeting comes up, I create a note for the meeting when it actually takes place. I cut the stuff out of my next meeting notes and I paste it into my meeting with him. So that's one way I do it for these sorts of recurring events. Another way of using, you can span multiple date range, uh, a date range. And I've already kind of talked about this, but it's so cool to me is that I can create notes that span a date range. Like this is great for me for long-term planning where like I don't know how to do this thing. A, a big part of the work is figuring out how to do it. Make a note of I want to work on this goal over the next year. Then I just make kind of a, um, a checklist of the milestones that seem like they'll get me there. And now those... I'll just take the first one because I don't need to plan out the whole thing at that point. But the first milestone itself is still kind of big and uncertain, but I think that thing is probably reasonable to try to accomplish in the next three months. So I'll then make a new note that spans the next three months, and then in that one, I'll write out my plan for uh, how to accomplish that milestone, 
And then the first line in there might be something that seems like I can accomplish it over the next week and requires multiple actions and things like that. So now I have a note for one week, which has a checklist of the things I'm going to do over the course of this week. And so by looking at my today view, I can see the things that I'm doing this week. And because I've gotten all a checklist, I've got the things that I've done and the things that I'm planning to do this week. And I see how they relate to this milestone that is going to be taking place over the next couple months. And I see how that relates to this key goal that I have, which is something that I'm working over the next year. For me, that's just a really powerful, effective way to look at this stuff. This is all just my personal way of using it based on the tools that they provide with Agenda. Somebody else using these same tools is going to come up with a completely different approach here. So I think the important thing is the developers understanding the importance of dates and time in the work that we do and just creating a relationship between the notes that we take and some mechanism of time, it becomes very flexible to start to plan things out and think okay, this time is going to pass, you know, the next year is going to take place. And this at least gives me a way to approach that intentionally. And how do you end up organizing your agenda app? Uh, What do you decide for your different categories? And when do you decide to create a new project? You mentioned recurring meeting, perfect example of a new project. How do you decide what categories you, you build those products out of? The structure of agenda is you have categories, which as far as I can tell, don't have a whole lot of utility of their own. They are just containers for projects. And then a project is for essentially a container for notes. So I have in my agenda categories, I have an inbox. So just something I have at the top so I can add notes to it quickly. And then I have it broken down into goals, roles, themes, projects, projects on ice, uh, which is things that I don't need to address. They're kind of out of my, I need to care about them, but somebody else is working on it right now. And then I have notes and then I have categories from my work employer and categories for my work client. And then I have archive. So, and this is just something that's evolved over time for me here. So the, my goals category is just the, the few key goals that I'm working towards that, as I mentioned, kind of underlie my life and things that I want to make sure that I'm, that I'm definitely working towards. Each one of those key goals has its own project. And there's two, right? Each key goal has its own project. And that's the sort of date spanning approach that I talked about. Then I have roles, which is just various things that I do in terms of my relationships with other people that I have responsibilities to fulfill. And so I have a project for each one of those roles to keep track of what I'm doing for it. Then I have themes, which is areas of my life that I care about, but that I don't necessarily have specific goals. These are things like my family and music and health and things I want to make sure that I devote time and energy and attention to but I don't have like a three-year goal for this specific thing. It's an important part of my life and I want to make sure that I'm doing something towards it and it's not just getting lost in, in all the all the other stuff that I have going on. I have specific projects, which for the most part are things that I'm just trying to get done and get them off my plate and archive them as fast as I can. <laughs> notes is my ongoing notes stuff. So I was talking earlier about undated notes and the kind of current state of understanding and things like that. Those living notes, I have one I call thing lists, which is going to be things like my reading lists and movies that I want to watch, books I want to read, things like that. And then my category for work 
my employer has just a general project for any notes related to my employer, but then I also have individual projects for things like meeting with my mentor, things like working with the apprentices at the company, and any sort of specific either objectives or ideas that I have within my company, and then the same exact sort of thing, but for the the individual clients that I work on. Gotcha. And with the health theme, I'm curious, is that more of like a journal to like, hey, this week, this is what I did to focus on my health as like almost a way to keep yourself accountable? Or how do you actually keep track of your health and uh, with the agenda? Because it's not like a health kit app, like some of the other apps that are designed for health tracking. So that's one of the examples that I gave of these sort of aligning dates things, right? Is like, I have a weight goal that I want to accomplish by a certain date. And there's different milestones along the way that is just milestones, right? And then there's okay, well, how do I actually do that? And so, you know, I have the strategy that I've got of like weigh in daily and go to the gym three times weekly kind of thing. And so I have a little checklist for each day for the week and and the three, you know, gym day one, gym day two, gym day three. So I can check it off when I do it. It gives me, like I was saying, this sort of alignment is, okay, well, it's like good to have a goal and even good to understand the different milestones along the way, but what am I doing about it today? Just just some notes there that I'm able to see, you know, what am I doing or not? Because if I'm not achieving something that I want to achieve, it could be for a number of different reasons. It may be that I came up with a good plan, but I didn't execute it. Or it could be that I executed a plan and the plan just wasn't very effective. So those are two different ways of failing to meet a goal. And they're very different and need to be approached differently. If I made a plan that I think would help, but I didn't execute the plan, why is that? Do I really not care about this? Did the week just get crazy or is it too scary? Or was the plan actually too hard for me to follow through on, right? That's a very different approach to, well, I actually nailed the plan, but it turns out the plan wasn't very effective. Like it wasn't actually going to get me to where I need to go. Accountability and that basic sense of being able to account for something. The planning for me is every bit as important as the accountability. It's like, I want to make some decisions today about what I'm going to do over the next week or so that are going to help get me to this goal that I think is going to be very beneficial for me. Yeah, it makes total sense. And with your going to the gym and things like that, is that something you clear off the checklists every week as you accomplish them? Or do you have this very long list that keeps growing for your week-to-week progress? It's a long list. So I check them off. So I have one note for this week. The way I, the way I break this specific one down is I have goal, milestone, and strategy. And so my goal is the long-term one. I've broken it down into looks like about 10 different milestones to accomplish. And then I think, okay, what's a reasonable time frame for that specific milestone? So I have a target for that. And then I define the strategy. I have just like a little heading that says strategy and the few key actions that I'm going to take to do that. And so I have weigh in daily and go to gym three times weekly. And so then for each week, I have two checklists, one of the daily weigh-in and one of uh, the gym three times. And so when I weigh in or I go to the gym, I check one off. That's the week. So I can look at any given week and see, you know, how well did I follow through on that plan? And so then the next week, assuming the strategy stays the same for that week, I copy it and then I uncheck everything and clear out any information that I put in. So it's kind of, it's like a little template. In fact, I could put that template in my milestone note just so I don't have to keep redoing some of that. But yeah, so then it's a nice way of, of having a record of all the stuff that I've done. 
And in terms of the other projects that I have too, when I get done with something, I want to be able to go back and sort of figure out how I did something because a lot of the time it's like, yeah, I did this, but <laughs> I don't really know how I couldn't get into the nitty gritty of how I did it. I happens to me all the time, especially for creative projects. You know, that's something with OmniFocus I've just never really gotten along with was it just kind of disappears and yeah it has like an archive thing but it just doesn't work for me whereas this it's like okay i don't want to get caught up in analyzing what's going on but when i get to the end of when i have accomplished something i want to be able to look back and go how did i get from where i was to where i am now and with the way i record stuff in agenda the whole story is right there you know i'm looking forward to different things i can do with that whether it's planning new kinds of projects or sharing that sort of stuff with people if you want to do this thing here's what i did here's the plan that i put together here's some things to think about here's a plan that might work for you too that for me is just an exciting way to go about things and something that i see as being i haven't done that with agenda yet but i see it as something that is absolutely something that i can do and do you use much of the rich text formatting tools? You mentioned Markdown. Do you write in Markdown or do you dip into some of their uh, formatting tools? I use the rich text stuff all the time. I don't write in Markdown in Agenda as much. Uh, I started to because I'm very comfortable with Markdown. But it turns out that, especially on iPad, it's easier just to select something and then run a keyboard shortcut to make it bold or italic or whatever. I use the heading things to kind of break out sections within a note. I use the checklists and the list stuff all the time. And then I use the bullet point list stuff all the time just to just to kind of make key items of, of things to think about. But like one thing I love checklists for is when I'm in meetings with people, I'll plan out the different points that I want to talk about. And as I hit them, I just check them off. And I know exactly what I talked about and what I didn't and, you know, what may need to be addressed in a future one. Just for just kind of organization of this information in a way that makes sense to me, the rich tech tools and agenda, are I love them. They're fantastic. Yeah. And do you see yourself, they recently added scanning directly into Agenda. Is that something you could see yourself using in the future to input physical documents into your database? Or is that something that you think would more likely live in Dev and Think for what you, you use Agenda for? I haven't used it. I think it's an iPad OS thing, which I haven't upgraded to yet. But I do frequently snap photos on my phone. Uh, and attach them to Agenda. So it really depends on how I'm going to use that file. So a thing that I really like about Agenda that, that some other people might not like as much, this may be different with the scanning, I don't know, but at least with the like uh, attaching a PDF, if you search in Agenda, it won't actually search the content of that PDF. It only searches the contents of your notes, which I really like because I want to be able to attach files that are from some other source, but not have all the content indexed and coming up as search hits. Like I want to take notes on that document and have my notes be the things that come up in search, not that entire thing. If it's a huge file, it's going to mess with syncing. That's going to go in dev and think. If it's something where I care about searching the content of the file, that's going to live in dev and think. But if it's something that I want easy access to, but that I care more about my own notes and my thinking on it than I care about searching the content of it, it's going to live an agenda for me in that case. And I can imagine like taking a photo of a whiteboard after a meeting would be kind of handy to have in your agenda notes. Absolutely. And I, I have a lot of 
handwritten things. Like I, I write out music on paper by hand a lot of the time. And so just snap a photo and it goes in there, you know, little diagrams, drawing things like that, meeting things where you put sticky notes up on a wall or wrote some stuff on a whiteboard. Absolutely. All the time. And do you see yourself upgrading to an Apple Pencil supported iPad in the future at some point to be able to have that as an input method? Yeah, I think that sounds really cool because I do like to draw stuff. I think that would be a great way of getting it in. Right now, I just snap a photo, like I said. But if there's something that's even smoother and and maybe even more transportable, that would be pretty neat. And kind of a sidebar, I guess, uh, the Notion app for iPad, it's a music notation app. Their handwriting recognition for music is pretty phenomenal. So that's a fun place to write as well for music. Yeah, it's cool. I've seen that. That looks really cool. The thing I like about iPad is that I'm not limited to one thing, right? So I might use some software to do some kind of drawing or some music notation, or I might do something with pen and paper and I can snap a photo. And it's like, I love the agenda attachments. One of my favorite features on iOS in particular is is like the share sheet thing out of any application for the most part you can share. And I just found this out a couple months ago. One of the options is copy. And so whatever file it's going to export, like I don't have to export the file to the files app or send it via email or message. You can just copy the file. And so then I can go into the agenda and I long tap on a note and then do paste, and it pastes the file in directly as an attachment. So that's really cool. Guy can be working in any application on iOS, and when I've reached a point where I'm like, this is a thing that I want to keep, then I export, I copy, and paste into Agenda, and there it is. So it, it's great for being able to pull together sort of end work product of any app that I have running on iOS. And again, now it's all in that one place where I have an entry point into the stuff I've done. And I'm not like, you know, I, I wrote that thing the other day, but was it in, by hand and snapped in photos or did I do it, you know, a notion and like, where, where is it? Well, it's an agenda, you know, and that for me, just having that, I know where to go to find something for me is huge. I'm making lots of stuff and taking lots of notes and I want to do more, <laughs> you know, I want to keep doing more. And, and if I can't find where all this stuff is, it just drives me crazy and I get frustrated and I stop. Yeah. That's not what I'm trying to do. And then last question, Siri integration. Is that something you find yourself using at all? Not intentionally. I'll have to, I'll have to look and see what you can do. I say not intentionally because I had a project where I basically needed to water my lawn, (laughs) but I was recording notes so that I could keep track. I would take a picture of it so I could see the progress from week to week. I would always take a note on Tuesday when I watered the lawn, and one day I'm looking, you know, I do like the scroll down thing to see the suggestion or to switch an app or whatever, and, and it suggested, it said, open the water your lawn project and agenda. And I was like, whoa, how, you know, how did they know that? And I went to the agenda forum and I was like, this is, do you guys have some crazy artificial intelligence or something? You know, like, how did you know that I was going to look at this project on this day? And they were like, we wish we could take credit for it, but that's actually Apple and Siri. And so I don't know, apparently, you know, Siri is paying attention to how I use it and correctly suggested that I wanted to make a note on that day. And so I say it's unintentional because apparently I do. And it's definitely a a thing I would like to explore because if there are more of those sort of serendipitous or predictive shortcut things, 
that would be cool to be able to use that a little bit more intentionally. Yeah. And anything we didn't cover that you'd like to before we wrap it up? I'd say probably just the, the kind of takeaway from me in working with Agenda is there's the actions that I take and there's the results that I get and the planning on those sorts of actions. And I've felt for a long time like the, the actions that I take stuff is totally handled by OmniFocus and like and that part's sorted. But I've always really, really struggled with planning, not just be the the active planning, like that I can do, but it's like seeing what it you know, when I plan ten different projects, whatever, how do they all fit together? What is the bigger plan that's evolving from this? And then what are the results that I'm getting from all the actions that I'm taking? Those are things that I have just been very, very lacking for me for a long time. Ultimately, like there's a lot for me to be effective. I need to be able to plan and see a bigger picture. And I need to keep track of the results that I'm getting from the actions that I take. And I want all these things to go together. That's the sweet spot of agenda for me. And so I would say for anybody who is in that same boat, you know, like maybe paid attention to getting things done or use things or OmniFocus or whatever. And like the sort of the execution, you know, you're pretty pretty good at execution and you can do what's in front of you, but maybe struggle with that that bigger picture and am I on the right track and how do I kind of figure out a path forward and how do I adapt that and how do I make sure that I'm going where I want to? If you've struggled with that, then agenda might work out great for you the way it has for me. And it may be that, you know, all that stuff doesn't matter and there's some other sort of use, just planning for meetings. It's a pretty cool tool. I would encourage anyone interested to check it out and stop by the forum because there's a lot of very intelligent, very friendly, very uh, helpful people on there that are happy to share what they do with it and, and happy to help you along figure out how it might be of use for you. Great. Well, thank you so much for your time, Pat. Yeah, thank you very much. Well, that was my interview with Pat Maddox. Thanks again to Pat for his time. Thanks again to Agenda for sponsoring this episode of iPad Pros. Go to Agenda.com to learn more and download the app today for free on iPad, iPhone, and the Mac. As a reminder, you can get episodes early and extra bonus content at Patreon.com slash iPad Pros. If you haven't reviewed the podcast yet in Apple Podcasts, head on over there and leave a review. Every review goes a long way in helping others discover the show. Thank you for your time and attention, and I'll talk to everyone again real soon.